Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I realized I was kind of getting amped up from the previous episode where, well, for anybody that's just listening to this one, uh, I had Claire Lopez on. We only talked for like 30 minutes and it cut out halfway through and I started going on a ramble and, uh, I don't know. Kind of feeling a ramble, so I don't know. Let's see how this goes. I might start uh, rambling again. Saturday, June 23rd, 2022 at 4.54 p.m. Eastern Time. This would be episode 869, I think. Um, And as I said in the last episode, today my older brother John would be 36. And as always, just like his suicide anniversary, which is April 15th, I always think I'm fine up until the day happens. Then I wake up and wonder why I'm sad and angry and want to punch a wall and I don't know, just bitch and moan. And I was about to say, I'm doing better about not bringing it up because for years when I was really in a bad place in life, I would just, I would just use that, just, you know, be a bad boyfriend, and oh, but it's my brother's birthday. And you know, what was my girlfriend going to do? Critique me? What were my friends going to do? Like it was a bullshit line. It was, you know, it's like using the race card. <clears throat> so I'm trying not to really bring it up anymore. Yet now here I am doing it in front of 10,000 people. So I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I have a rant in me that needs to get out, but I don't know what it is. I guess I'm just going to start talking and see where it goes. Um, I don't know what I'm feeling. Definitely thought the podcast would have been a lot bigger by now. So that's kind of disappointing. Um, I don't even know what it is I want with it. Is, is it personal validation? Like... Like, when I would, like, kick the shit out of, like, averages in, in college, like OCHEM. Not like a normal, like, average where it's, like, the average on the test was an 80 and I got a 90. And it's like, all right, congratulations. When I would get, like, a 99 and the class average was, like, a 40. That was fucking awesome. Not because I wanted to eviscerate those around me. I kind of did. But because, like, the professor, like, almost wouldn't let it fly. They'd be like, that, that's too low. Like, we kind of got to bring everybody's grade up. But I can't get a... If I got a 90 and the rest of the class gets an 80 and the professor does a 10-point curve, my 90 goes to 100, okay? But, like, they do, like, a 30-point curve, but my 99 would just go to a 100. Didn't go to 129. And... The reason why that mattered, because, I mean, I don't know how it is now, but in, in 2013, it was so competitive to get into medical school that it wasn't just that you got an A. They wanted to see what your A was in relation to other people. Oh, you got an A in physics. Uh, 
but everybody else got an A. Okay, well, that would just go to show that you probably had a pushover professor. Maybe you're at a college that gives out good A's. They want to weed that out. So you get an A, but the average is a C. Your A means a lot. And you may be wondering, but an A is an A. Again, when 15,000 students are applying for 100 seats, it's not enough to, they all have A's. They, they all have A's, right? Like, what else do you have? It's not enough to be like trying out for the NBA and be like, well, he's 6'6". Six, six. They're all 6'6". Six, six. What else can you do? He's 7'2". There's a lot of 7'2". Can he dribble? So, like taking the MCAT and scoring in the 96th percentile, 95th point, 95.6th, or was it 95 point? I don't remember. It was above 95. That, that felt good for me. Sure, I bragged about it. But that felt good for me because there's no curve. They don't give a shit. I got a 12 on biology. No, I got a 13 on biology, uh, a 12 on physical sciences, and then a 10 on reading comprehension. Fuck that shit. In on the biology, I, score, I think I scored in the 98th percentile. Like, that felt good. That, like, I felt like, like, because... Like, I remember taking Gen Chem, General Chemistry 2 in August 2011, my first semester at UGA. And I knew everything upside down and backwards. I had the shit memorized that you didn't even need, the, the pKa values of aluminum sulfoxide, whatever. But the professor purely, like, if you got the significant figures wrong, he would just mark the whole thing wrong. So I knew everything, but I would fucking, you know, do point zero zero nine instead of zero zero eight. And then some dipshit that got the significant figures right, but nothing else got the same. And I always hated that because I was like, we are not the same. Like the OG mean, we are not the same. getting letters of recommendation everyone could get publishing research anyone with half a brain that knew how to talk to a professor could get volunteering at the hospital shadowing at the hospital extracurriculars like it felt good to destroy the MCAT that was my own validation sure it was great to brag and it was great to <sighs> I just pull my fucking back it was great to have like your friends and family proud it was great to have like your smart friends be like, fuck yeah. Because you, you kind of felt elite. And again, it's not, but well, it is, there's ego involved in it. But it's more than just that. It was, you know, you did it. You're like, fuck yeah, fuck that significant figures, fuck that Okim curve. There's no curve. You know, what's like the Bible quote? Like, you will like, conquer wars and like you will hear the lamentations of like their women as you drive them. But like, it was like, fuck yeah. People who got the same A's in classes that I did, but scored in the 30th percentile in the MCAT, it was just like, it was like primal. Like I felt like I was holding up like the head of a lion. It was awesome. And, you know, that's one reason I love working out. And despite having some chub and don't have abs, 
all the more reason is your body is your and I understand genetics and if you're a billionaire you could have a personal trainer and all the hormone therapy aside from those point zero 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 one percent there's something beautiful about working out you're not taxed you don't do 50 push-ups and you only get to keep 30 push-ups worth of muscle it's all yours conversely like me I haven't had abs since 2014. Nobody's fault but my own. But not my brother. Nobody's forcing you to eat breadsticks, motherfucker. And so that's like a reason like why working out so great. It's yours. Right? Even like professional sports, like the ref could be biased. They might be getting paid off. You know, who maybe somebody's getting away with, with steroids. But there's something about the individual pursuits that is glorious my washing machine just stopped when I restart it nobody to monologue so I don't know about that well actually i'm not sorry um but the individual pursuits that's the you know that's the beauty because it's yours and yours alone i don't know how i got on this oh yeah the podcast I just, I don't know if I want to know that I did it. Like I've told the story a million times, but I was always a bad student in high school. Just didn't really try. And on August 7th, 2010, my 20th birthday, my dad dropped me off at the frat house in Valdosta my sophomore year and just said like, Hey, in three years you're on your own. That night I got way too high off a of gravity bong. And I remember I was like, I need to be a doctor. I got to go to med school and I mean like a fucking like like Forrest Gump the day just started running like that's what I did I just people thought I snapped and in many ways I did but that's just all I did for three years occasionally drank it's, I mean but when I say I mean like once a semester later up later on I got you know a little more human about it and went out like every couple of weeks but just straight A's published aquatic toxicology research, shadowed doctors, volunteered at hospitals, got letters of recommendation, ACM cat, blah, blah, blah. Got into med school, 
day after I graduated, took some mushrooms. I had known that I wasn't that happy for about a year. Mushrooms kind of sh- made me the full circle. Like the day Forrest Gump decided to stop running. The day after I graduated, I had pretty much, I had already interviewed at med school. So I, I, I knew I was getting in. So I w- I'll just go ahead and say like, I got it at that point. Technically I got a, an acceptance letter like a month later, but we'll just say I got in. So I went from this bad student, got way too high, and out of fear pursued an MD. Three years later, December 2013, I got high on a much stronger drug and realized that I wasn't happy. And instead of fear, August 7th, 2010 was like the day of fear. I mean, it really cracked my brain. That's really when my anxiety began. I was never anxious in high school. It's, it's That is when it began, like that day. December 16th, 2013 was the day that I like realized that like life wasn't fear. Life could be love. But unlike August 7th, 2010, where I got way too high, I realized I didn't want to be a, a fry cook at McDonald's. Is that even a thing, a fry cook? And I went, I got to get into med school. There was at least a path. It was an impossible path for a dumb meathead frat boy at Valdosta State University. But it was a path that could be done. You could go to an academic advisor. They could tell you what classes you had to take. You can be a thousand pounds overweight. You can run a marathon. It's going to be a miracle. But it's been done before. You can get coaches. You can do training. There are people that have learned over the decades, this is how you train. These are your off days. These are the days you got to go 75%. These are or whatever. It can be done, right? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The day I realized I didn't want to be a doctor, I had a different realization. Instead of being terrified on the couch and thinking, I got to get into med school, and there is a path, right? It's climbing Mount Everest. There are paths. There are Sherpas. It's going to be hard, but there are there are paths. I was sitting there in a field, and I realized I want to be my own boss, And I want to make money doing what I love. Because you can be your own boss and still hate your your job. You can do what you love and still not be your own boss. I was greedy and wanted to be my own boss and do what I love. And unlike that day in the frat house where there's a path, I'm going to get into medical school. I didn't even know what it wasn't like. I want to be my own boss, do what I love, and I'm going to start a podcast. No, 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 no. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So that, that'd be like freaking out the frat house and going, I got to be successful, and then not knowing what major you had or wanted. So that was kind of like, it's like what Elon Musk, not to compare myself to Elon Musk, but it's like what he said, starting an electric car company in 2008 was like uh, stupidity squared. 
Nobody had an electric car company and it was during the financial crisis. So this was like stupidity squared. I turned down a medical school acceptance to pursue. I don't know. Be my own boss and do what I love. What do you love? Well, I don't know. Well, how the hell are you even going to coupled with my brother's suicide a couple months later? This just existential crisis of like, I got to start partying because I got to make up for all the partying I didn't do in college. I got to do all the drugs I didn't do. Fuck studying. I don't want to go to medical school. I don't know what I want to do. Oh, and my brother's dead. Could I have done something about that? It was just a whirlpool. Just a a perfect storm of just nose diving Japanese kamikaze. Just done. So when I moved home in 2016, I started writing, and then I started photo editing, and I did photo editing from like, I don't know, maybe like summer, late 2017, till like, right when about the time I started the podcast, December 2019, so like two and a half years, taught myself, I think got pretty good, but not only was it not working, I, I don't know how to sell anything or monetize. I'd put it on hoodies or license plates or coffee cups or canvases or posters or whatever. Tried to sell it to snowboarding companies and actually got some cease and desists. So I loved it. Or sorry, it, I wasn't... I was trying to make money, but I also lost my love for it. Because I don't want to sit here and say, well, it didn't work. No, that you quit. It can... Uh, it doesn't work when you're dead. If I truly wanted to, I'd still be pushing it. The reality is, is no, it didn't work yet. But I had also lost my love for it. I just, the spark was gone. It was like, I don't, I can't force it and it sucks. So it was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Then start the podcast. I genuinely love this. I don't, I feel like I've never had something that I was more meant for. I mean, it really does feel like just putting on a glove that fits. Shout out, OJ. Juice! But nobody got me banned from YouTube. I didn't have to do those episodes. But I want this to succeed in the same way I wanted to get into medical school doing taking the MCAT and doing well was my validation it was also the real world it went from just this thing I did studying because that was still abstract it's like okay you study but oh, you're doing, taking student loans then like it turned it like it, it manifested it went from an idea on a on blueprints to like an actual car it went from I want to be a doctor to like uh, yo shit you, you, you got in you're gonna go get your MD like it became real it, it it turned, the alchemy happened. The alchemy is yet to happen with this. Sure, like I have like funding for my podcast. Everyone heard the investor story. But even that, it's still being artificially floated, which I guess every business is, but at the beginning. I want this to succeed. One, just for the mental piece of having an income source that's not, you know, 
not time dependent. My funding runs up April 17th, 2024. Sure, I wanted to make money just for that piece of my, but who doesn't? But it's also for me. Like, I just want it. I just want it to work. Like, from sure, like the MCAT, I want to kind of be able to be like, <laughs> fuck you to anyone that doubted it. But more than that, it's for me. Like, I want to look at it and go, it fucking worked. Like, it, it fucking worked. It, it made the thing happen. Like, the Wright brothers. Like, it, holy shit, it's, it's not just on a ballistic trajectory. Like, it's actually flying. That's, that's what I want, is I just want it to work. Sure, it will be... Sure, there's the ego involved. You want it to work. You want it to be acclaimed. You want people to respect it. You want people to recognize you that's all well and good and you want money not just enough to like first you want to be able to pay bills right at the bottom of what was it Maslow Maslow's pyramid but then sure you want to be able to like buy cool shit right and I know that that's you know that's fleeting there's only so much you can find there but more than any of that really more than any of that I want to know that I did the alchemy I turned the lead to gold. You always hear stories about anyone that likes Cold War aviation history. There's always these wild ideas. People are like, well, you know, the SR-71 did go Mach 3, but did you know the Russians actually planned a bomber in the 50s that went Mach 5? Planned. They didn't build it. None of that matters. Did you do it? Well, the Russians wanted to go to the moon. We went to the moon. They did it. No plans. Well, this guy was planning to win 10 Super Bowls. Well, Tom Brady won seven. It's not as many as 10, but he did it. He 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 took the he took the ethereal thought and he I mean really some new age shit, but like manifested it. He thought of the the cube and all of a sudden, boom, there's a cube made of marble. I don't know what, what that means. I just made that up. But he created it. It's there. It wasn't there before. And like getting into med school is cool, but I didn't like create it. Like there was no path for this. There's no, I'm sure there probably is now, but there was no podcasting 101 course. This is your guaranteed path to an income source and here's the average salary. No, it's it's climbing up a mountain that just appeared yesterday and it's taller than Mount Everest. And you're slashing trees, and then you got to, then you're getting up above the oxygen level or, or the tree line or whatever the fuck it is. And you don't know is this the way to go or is that the way to go? And it's that terrifying, exhilarating courage to just like just tackle the, it's sailing across the ocean and genuinely not knowing if the earth is round, if you're going to hit China, or if you're going to fall off the edge. And then it turns out it's none of those. You hit America. It's like just that terrifying leap, but the high is unlike anything else. 
And even if you died on the path or on the trip there, it's not as great as the glory of landing on the new world. But even dying on the way is is better than just staying at home, right? The the ship is meant to leave harbor and not stay whatever the fuck the Hunter S. Thompson quote is. It's still better to die on the pursuit, I think. It's better to be in the end. It's better to go to seven Super Bowls and lose all seven than it is to have never gone. It, it really is. The, the, it's It sucks and it's a terrible pain. It's an even worse pain to not have tried. Maya Angelou, there is no greater pain. There is no greater agony than bearing an adult story. So like if the podcast never succeeds and I just die in the streets, like that sucks, but it's also, it's so much cooler than having not tried. Because at least now you know that you tried and it didn't work. And that's the other thing. It's not just trying and failing and going, well, that sucked, but at least I tried. It's try. It's you can't quit because if you quit, then it doesn't count. Because then you're then you're back at square one. The the number one best thing is making it. The second best thing is trying and not making it. The third is not trying. But if you go back to number two, if you try and don't make it and then quit, then you're back at number three. It's voided. You're you're just as bad. You're done. You're just as shitty. It's even worse because yeah, you wasted time on trying. So that's why I always say the only way this podcast won't succeed is, is is clinical brain death. That's the only way I won't succeed. I will not be alive for it to fail. Because as so long as I'm alive, I'm going to keep trying. So I will never experience failure. I will just experience, fuck, we got to try again. We got to try again. There's never going to be a day where I go, I quit. Because that's, Jesus, that's worse than death. So it's like a weird limbo. I will either succeed or I will die trying to succeed, but I'm never going to experience failure because to experience failure, you have to quit and acknowledge you're done. That's fake and gay. So that being said, trying and Dying in the process is better than not trying at all or trying and quitting. I still want first place and I want it to fucking work. I just want the the alchemical process. The magic of turning nothing into something. Like I don't want a gold medal. I want a world record and a gold medal. I want to break the sound barrier. I want to step on the moon. Like I want, again, money. So, you know, everyone has money fears going back to the dawn of time. That's not some new thought. I want to be able to pay my bills. All right. I mean, do you like sex and drinking water? I mean, yeah, yeah, fuck off, retard. I want to be able to have like fun money. I do want to be like a kid and just be able to just do whatever I want. Again, who doesn't want a billion dollars? And yeah, I do kind of want to flex nuts and know I did it. But again, who doesn't like having their ego brushed? But really more than those three things combined, money to pay bills, money to have fun and kind of just fulfill your dreams and kind of the ego of of, of making it. The, you know, just the, the pride of like your family and friends. 
the lamentation of your haters. More than any of that. Because that still all involves other people. You're better than. You're better in relate. you know. Something is tall only in relation to something that is short. Andre the Giant is only special in relation to other people. So those all involve other people. I want the one that involves no one else. I want to be able to just... I often picture it as, I don't know why, but I'm in like a high rise. I'm in like a, like a, just like a high, high up hotel room. I love going to hotel rooms alone. I love it. I got to take some Tums. My belly is, my Tums is Tumsy. Sorry for the segue. Not really. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Um, but I always picture it that I'm just in like this high up hotel room nothing special not the penthouse not New York City it's not that you're a trillionaire and li- I don't know why I just always picture it as like I'm just alone in this like hotel room there's no one cheering. There's like no mom crying because she's proud of you. There's no like big bank account. I mean, there is, but it's none of that. I just want to sit alone at the finish line. And, and the, the pot and it worked. And I've got 10 million subscribers, or I, I just, you know, I signed a Spotify contract, or it's like, the other stuff's taken care of. Like, okay, now I don't have to worry about bills. Oh, awesome. I'm going to buy a fucking Lamborghini. I'm going to buy my own mansion. I'm going to have toys. I never have to work again. Fuck yeah, it worked. The podcast worked. But more than any of that, I just want to, like, sit alone. And just, I fucking did it. There's nothing better than I remember leaving... Music Theory, Summer 2013. Some bullshit elective. And checking my phone outside. It was like any hour the MCAT scores were coming out. You have to wait like a month before you get them. It's terror. And I kept refreshing all day. And I remember getting like an email ping that was like, the system was called THX. I don't know why. It was like the stereo thing. It was just called THX. And you could just log in and see what your grade was. And for a month, you're logging in. It just says NA, NA, NA across the three sections, biology, physical sciences, and uh, uh, reading comprehension. And I remember it because I think it was because I took the MCAT May 30th, 2013. And I think I got my score like July 1st. And I just remember leaving class, seeing that the, like the email ping. And knowing that the grade was there. And just like adrenaline, like tunnel vision, like hearing kind of goes away. Because you're going after this for four years. And I remember I just like sat down on like a bench outside. And I never got higher than a 30 on an MCAT on a practice test. Which is like 50th percentile. 
later on I started to get higher scores, but it's because I was retaking tests. Part of you starts to remember them. So that doesn't count. And I remember sitting down and just like, part of me was saying like, no, let's go home and check it. Let's get really drunk first so that you don't care about it. And like my, I just remember my hand, like my heart's racing now. It's just, it turns out I'm just having a heart attack unrelated. But I just remember like picking it up and like almost like watching an autopilot. Like as my, I was like, I'm not going to look at it in my phone. Cause I still had another class. I wanted to go to the gym and I was like, I'm not going to be able to work out if the grade's bad, if it's not what I want. Like, I know I'm going to be upset. I want to be like at home with a bottle of booze and just get shit face and go, okay, I'll retake it. But I just remember like, watching my phone i was like what are you doing like why like like not in control of it like brian reagan says about like asking a a, a fat woman how's that baby doing and she's not pregnant and he's like you just see the words leaving your mouth and you're trying to grab them but they're just slipping through your fingers you go how's that baby doing <laughs> how's that baby doing and it just what just flies out what baby the baby at the zoo the baby panda I just remember seeing my thumb, like, opening up the Gmail app. And part of me was like, what are you, stop it, stop it. And I, like, sat down and I was like, please don't look at it. Please don't, like, click on this link. And I was like, you know, what? what's your, like, your PIN number for it? And I was like, and I just went in. And I remember staring and initially thinking, I was like, it's just going to be bad. Like, I'm the optimistic guy, but I was like, it's going to be bad. And I just saw 35. And I stared at it. I haven't thought about this in so many years. Like, weightless. It wasn't like the sun was shining down. It was like light was emitting from every surface. Weightless. It was, it was so, I, I, it's just, it's just every night studying that you weren't at, where you hear the music downstairs and you're just memorizing O-chem tables. I mean, truly just thousands of hours studying on Thanksgiving break, on Christmas Day. I mean, like, it's like, it, I've never done Coke, but I imagine that's what Coke is. Can't feel your, you literally can't feel your face. And you're like, you're, you're, you're kind of nervous. You're like, I don't know if I should be in public right now. It's it's like it's like when the acid kicks in. Like don't don't go outside. You know, go outside if you're in the middle of the not in the middle of the woods. If you're up at like a lake house or something, dude, don't fucking walk out into the apartment. You freak out. But it was like, like just dissolving. I'm, and then I remember going to the gym and lifting weights and like sprinting on the treadmill. And I went upstairs and was hitting the punching bag. 
And I remember I finally just so hard the last punch, I actually broke my right wrist. And that's my wrist was fucked for the rest of the summer. I was wearing a cast up at spring break. It really did suck. Like the next three months, my wrist was absolutely fucked. Like no bullshit, but broke my fucking wrist. It was just, there's nothing like it. And like seeing it say like 13, 12, 10, biology, physical sciences, reading comprehension, total 35, nat percentile, national percentile, 95th point six, And just I mean, your your blood just turned into like superheated liquid mercury. I mean, it's like the it's like the the meme where like your eyes are light and you're just shining like laser. It was. I mean, it's planting the flag at the top of the mountain, and there are no other flags there. And it's just like for a minute, like your existence is just echoing through the it's just, it's unlike fucking anything else i bet crystal meth is probably like that but it's unlike anything else and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that my wrist's broken i don't give a shit <laughs> like you're just like i don't you're like fuck yeah and you know you're like i kind of broke my wrist and your friends are like wait wait what and you're like yeah it's whatever go to walmart and get a cheap splint i remember i got two splints i got I got a medium which fit me and then i got a large i just put one over the other and just strapped it on there i was like this is what it is now but you don't give a shit. And like no one else cares and you don't care then. Because you're, you're, you can't, you beat your own personal record. It's not about, it's not about becoming in first place. It's coming in first place against yourself. You just, you did it. And then I was, I and like later that night, I started to get mad that I didn't score higher, and I'm still kind of mad about that. But it, that's regardless. You, you just, you're like the Olympic sprinter, just running through like the like the finish. It's just, I mean, it's what I imagine the first caveman who successfully started a fire. It was just like, oh, like, right? Or like using the opposable thumb, like, bum, 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 bum. Just unlike fucking anything else. I I hadn't gotten into medical school at that point. I hadn't even gotten interviews. But that getting into medical school wasn't as great as that score. No, it maybe was because that was still validation. It was equal. It wasn't greater though. It was you're chasing the dragon after you. You can never do heroin for the first time again. I've never done it, but or meth. You can never jerk off for the first time again. It was just, and maybe that's what I'm after. 
just that junky high. But it's not even because it's not even the high. Because even now, it's like I like I said, I haven't really thought about it in years, and it's great to revisit it and get like emotional. But even then, like when the high goes away, there's getting more. You know, there's in the infatuation stage of relationships, and it's all sex and physical, and it's the greatest thing ever. And that fades, but then it turns into like a more real thing where it's they're your best friend and you you like them more than you love them. It's they are your like your like it's not that it's the first date and you're no, it's just like this is like the person you watch TV with and you're just you're making each other meals and just fucking hanging out and you know, you know each other and there's no, no nonverbal communication. And like that is more sweet. It's not as high, but that's more sweet, right? There's the college getting pissed drunk, and then there's just the having a beer with some friends next to a fire. Like it's it's better. And so, like as much as like the high of checking my phone and seeing that score was, I'd like just the more foundational. Yeah, I got it. I scored in the ninety fifth. Like because I still talk about that, and I'm still proud of that. It's very. It's not the lottery. It's a steady income. You're like, you just feel good about it. And so as much as like, I'd love that moment of ecstatic, just rapture. Signed a contract for $10 million. I, I don't have to work again. I fucking did it. You know, I, I interviewed Elon Musk with Donald Trump and Alex Jones and Bob Lazar. Like, all together, like, on much, like, sure, there are those moments of just, that's what pulls you towards it. Those are, like, the great attractors. But more than that, when, like, the goosebumps and the adrenaline wears off, I just want to sit there, having manifested a brick of gold out of thin air. I just want to fucking hold, because it's not just December 12th, 2019, when I started the podcast. It's December 16th, 2013, when I decided I didn't want to go to medical school and I wanted to be my own boss. And we're coming up on nine years. And then after that, I mean, I want to take that and I want to make more money. And then the, there's like philanthropic things I want to do. Again, it's higher and higher on the Maslow's pyramid where it's you know, fulfillment and then like actualization and being you know, purpose and... <sighs> And I know that's not where happiness, it can't be, it, it's, but I also can't not do it. The itch will never go away. Like, I want to feel the weight of the brick of gold that I snapped into existence. Not that I found, not that I purified, the thing that I brought into reality. Shut up, stomach. I just want that more than anything fucking else. In like a weird way, I would almost not care if anyone ever knew. Like if I... If I got like a phone call and some company was like, we want to buy your podcast for $15 million... And then, like, three seconds later, an asteroid destroyed the world. 
it would suck that I didn't get to play with the money and like, you know, have my family be proud and rub it in my, the face of the haters. Like that's sure. But even for that moment, and even if it wasn't like a person on the other line, it was like an automated thing to just, you know, there's some algorithm and it's like, there's an investment and Spotify signs me. No one at Spotify even knows this. Even if it's just me, that's what I want. I just want to want to get better Tums. I, I just want it to fucking work. I just, yeah, I want the whole reality dissolves around you and you break your fit, you break your wrist on a punching bag. I won't do that next time. That's all great. Like you can have your first date, you can have your wedding day, but it's like the real, the real meat is like a long, like decades long successful relationship. So as much as I want that just like euphoric shot in the heart, that's also, I mean, I get it. It's fleeting. That was one, that was one, that was like 10 minutes of ecstatic rapture. Followed by like a week of celebration, but it's been followed by nine years of just... Like on the seventh day, God rested and said it was good. You just look at it and it's something you built out of your own hand, by your own hand. And you're just like, it's good. It's like building a chair and sitting in it and just like, yes. It's building your own fire, feeling the warmth and just nodding like this is good. So 10 minutes of rapture, a week of celebrating, but it's been nine years and I'm still very proud of it. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I want that spike of, of liquid platinum into my brain. And I want to be just screaming and happy. And then I want to like a week of just like, yeah, but more than that. Like the rest of my days, I just want to look at it, even if one and one day I won't be. Just like I never thought I'd be anything but a doctor, just like I never thought I'd do anything but graphic design. There will be a day when I put this down. To to say I I won't is just arrogance. Actually, I guess to with certainty to say that I'll I'll put it down one day is also arrogance. Maybe I never will. But I want to just. There will be a day, I would imagine, when I put it on the shelf. But I just want to look at it and just... You fucking did it. Like, you fucking did it. All dreams are great. All records are great. All scores are great. It's until it turns into a real... Thing. Like I got into med school, but I obviously didn't go and didn't get an MD. But I would imagine the next level would be being a practicing physician, being able to provide for a partner or a family, owning a home and being like 
this is real. You can have all these great ideas, but when you can put four walls around you and a roof and provide yourself with protein, fat, carbohydrates, and water and heat or cold, that's real. That's real. And that's what I want. Is I just want it to be fucking real. Because it's great, sure, whatever, 800 some, 869 episodes now. And it's great, you know, my mom's obviously proud of me. Moms are legally obliged to be proud of you. There is some reality to it. I mean, someone obviously invested in it. They're my, they're, we've become friends, but I mean, let's be honest, it started as a business relationship and it's still at its core is, as well as it should be. That's great, you know. Having on people like Dr. Malone repeatedly, if it's not like a one-off fluke, they actually enjoy coming on, or at least they have the like a bare minimum level of decent respect for you as a human. Like that's always cool. Having on authors, you know, having on people that aren't getting exposure out of this because they're in such a higher realm, but they still gave me time of day. You know, like repeatedly having Howard Bloom on, like that's that's cool. That feels good. But I just want it to be fucking real. Like, I just want it to be real. Just just pull it out of the ether. You know, this... The value of your portfolio is great when it's peaking. But if the stock market drops, it's gone. It's real when it's up there and then you go, cash out. Maybe it goes higher, cash out. Ching, it's it's there. All your poker chips don't mean shit until you take them, you give them, they give you a little voucher or whatever the fuck and you have the, it's real. I just want that moment of solidification. just want it to be fucking real just so badly so badly like I like I said I will never experience failure because if I have if if I'm not successful it just means I'm not successful yet just means I'm going to try again tomorrow I'll never quit that being said you know although it's great to die in the pursuit I still want to fucking make it. I'd rather die in the pursuit than quit or not try that that third one. I'd rather do the second one, dying, not succeeding, but not failing. But I just want that. When you just break through the, it's like the orc coming out of like the bubble in like Lord of the Rings. Like that's probably some bad symbology. It's not like the Antichrist cracking through our reality. That's maybe not the best one. Sign on the cross. But like that's more than more than fucking anything. Just be real. Just fucking fuck.
just fucking want it to be want it to be undeniable. You don't have to like Dubai. The Burj Khalifa is the tallest fucking building in the world. You can sit there and say New York's the greatest city on earth. And it is. I think it's got a better skyline. The Burj Khalifa is the tallest. You don't have to. It doesn't need your validation. It's undeniable. It is undeniable. It just is. Mount Everest doesn't need a PR team. It's just fucking there. You can never, you can, oh, you can say it's not the tallest, but even in the deepest core behind all of your delusion, you know it is. The truth, you, you cannot deny that. More than fucking any, I just want it to be un. I was watching a clip with Joe Rogan and Travis Barker the other day, and they were talking about like the pursuit of when you're just grinding. And they said, they're like, if you just keep pushing forward, like those pushing forward with you will slowly start falling away. And you will just be getting better and better and better. You'll keep just making, you know, cleaning your mistakes, buffing out the scratches, making it smoother, quicker, sharper, faster, harder. And then there's this moment where he goes, you know, be it a comedian or be it Travis Parker, he goes, and then you become undeniable. You don't need to convince anybody. Just give me a shot. No, you become undeniable. Like Tom Brady got signed, I think the day he got signed by the Patriots, he went into like Robert Kraft's office and was like, I'm the best decision you've ever made. That's cool. That's ballsy. But I'm sure people have also said that before and not. Now he's undeniable. He doesn't even, he doesn't need to convince you of shit. He's undeniable. Like, that's what I want to become. Become undeniable. You can fucking hate everything about me. You can say it's a fluke, the guests I got. I started a podcast right when COVID started, so people were just stuck at home. I was getting guests that I shouldn't have been able to get. I got an investor. What are the odds of that, that someone actually does take me up on it and believes in me? that I do get in touch with Dr. McCullough and Dr. and become friends with them. And I become friends with other guests and there's a lot of coincidences, a lot, a lot of luck. I just, I just almost slurred. I had a stroke, <sighs> but I want to become undeniable. Or it needs no validation. You know, it's like the king doesn't have to say he's the king. Or sorry, if you have to say you're the king, then you're not. No alpha has to say I'm an alpha. You just are. This, again, this the sun doesn't need to show you on a on a on a diagram that it has greater lumens and it's brighter than your iPhone. It just burns there with blinding ferocity become undeniable it's like what again what rogan said years ago about like kind of like why ufc or fighting in general is is popular is because like i don't know shit about cricket i know i know most about soccer some things they don't get like the extra time and and, and offsides and 
But like I for the most part I understand. I don't know shit about cricket or like curling. I I do know I I think all the rules about football and basketball and baseball. So like I get when they throw the third strike for the third out at the bottom of the ninth. I get the three-point buzzer beating. It was out of his hand before the backboard turned red and it switches. You go, oh, fuck. And, you you know, it's insane. When the when the running back breaks free and the place goes wild as as the scoreboard says zero, 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 and he's just running down the sideline and people are going nuts. And, like, I under, like, I understand those. You could show me a game of cricket and something might happen where a guy does this with the paddle and then moves his feet back and forth and the stadium explodes and I'm sitting there going, what happened? What, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? Right? Languages. I can look you in the face and say, fuck you, fuck your mother, you piece of shit. And someone else goes, oh. But you say that to me in, in, in Russian, I'm just sitting there like, I, do you want a muffin? Like, I don't know what that means. But what Rogan says about, like, you know, someone from another country that's never seen a game of football, they don't understand it when the instant replay shows his foot out of bounds and everyone goes, what the fuck? What everyone understands is that slow-mo replay of a fist hitting a jaw. <laughs> like, that's that's undeniable. Or a gun. You get the ex- the explosion, ex- just the shot, the, the bomb, the tank. You go, I okay. You don't have to speak the same language. You show a beautiful woman, and it, it's undeniable. It's like, yeah, yeah. That, I want it to be undeniable. I want it to be universal. Like, you don't need to understand it. I might be using this currency, and you're, you're using that currency, but we both recognize gold. Where we both recognize like a freshly cut, you know, piece of meat, or a, or a, a jaw or a bottle of clean water. You like you recognize that. You recognize a pillow in a bed. You recognize a hole in the ground where you can go pee. You recognize like a loaf of bread, or or like a fireplace, or like a fan blowing, or you know the shade. I just want it to be unfucking deniable universal and really again love to have the just the safety of uh, you know safe nest egg like to have fun with it buy like an H1 Hummer put a rail gun on top or something I, I would like you know I'm not gonna say I'm not I'd, I'd like the pride I'd like to fucking be like yeah I fucking made it fuck you I'd love the you know to I'd love my family to be proud, but above it all, I just want to sit there alone. And just have created it. And I'm also curious as to what comes after. Because that's a that's an event horizon. What's the next do I try to build something bigger? Do I do something that's in a completely different energy? And it's not about conquering and being better. Is it about complete humility and empathy and selflessness? I don't know.
So that's interesting too. Not only do I want to see the good guys win the movie, I'm interested how the sequel plays out. What happens when they beat Voldemort? What happens when they undo the snap and get rid of Thanos? Then what? Do you just... I would imagine it's probably like Captain America. You just go kind of find your bliss. No, I don't think I will. Like I just want to like step through that fucking portal of potential. What is it? Like Terrence McKenna said, if you, you know, if you live your whole life and die having never tried psychedelics, it's like dying a virgin. You never really knew what it was all about. And I would agree that psychedelics are insane. But I want, I want this. Because you can take psychedelics. And they're, they're fucking insane. But you can just take them. I want to create this. I mean, a crazier experience than uh, 1,250 micrograms of acid and a ton of shrooms sitting on a waterbed. The only time I've ever been higher is meditating, dead sober. When you create it, it's somehow always more validating. I want something that you can't take in a pill. I want to fucking know I did it. I just want to stand there at the top of Mount Everest holding like the slayed dragon head over my over my arms and just like just scream so loud it echoes across the galaxy like I just want to fucking conquer and not others I want to conquer myself I want it I want to look back to living with my parents and being on drugs and therapy and hating myself and crying and blaming others and just just trial after trial after tribulation. And just, I want to just know that I fucking, I just broke off the outer sheath and just emerged like a goddamn molten phoenix. I just want that more than anything, even if no one else can see it. Like, this episode right now is for me. If I don't upload it, it has the same impact on me. Other episodes, I'm always checking how they do it, what, how they fare, what's the response, what's the feedback. This is a perfect microcosm. I'm okay with not uploading this. This conversation will have had the same impact on myself. Or conversely, I'll upload it and I don't give a fuck if it gets a single view. Furthermore, I don't, and I wouldn't be validated if it got a thousand. I just want to know I did it. I just fucking want to. I mean, August 7th, 2010. 
to really July 1st, 2013, not even three years from deciding I want to go to med school to acing the MCAT. And again, it was six months later that I actually got in, but nothing really of note happened in between them. I was taking a bunch of elective classes and whatever. It was just, meh. It's like the post-Super Bowl ceremony. No one actually watches it when all the confetti's falling. No, you just want the butt. You just want to see the scoreboard go down to zero. That was a little under three years. This is coming up on nine years. Because I don't consider December 12th, 2019, the beginning of this. This is the end of a much longer from the moment sitting in that field on mushrooms, realizing I want to be my own boss and make money doing what I love. Just, it's almost three times longer. The first one was, what, two years? And it was like a month shy of three years. So we'll just call it three years. We're... We're five months shy of nine years. And there wasn't even a, a a path. That took three years and there was a path that other people had done before me. There were advisors and classes and study guides. This has taken three times as long. And I'm out on my own. I'm just it's like what Dale said, even crazier than Delta Force the CIA Special Activities Division and even crazier than that is being a lone mercenary in a country that you know in a foreign country you were truly like walking on the moon I just want to fucking conquer good talk Tommy I needed that you're welcome Tommy I don't know if any victory after this could ever ever taste as good which is why I think it would I want to make money on this and then I want to like create some other side businesses like I do want to go back and utilize my graphic design I do have some other ideas for stuff but those aren't like passions. Those are more like I kind of want to just build some like side revenue streams. I'd like to invest it. I'd like to make a lot more. But then I would like to really take all of that and do something philanthropic with it. Build a hospital slash medical school about mental health for my brother and just leave that imprint on the world. Because this is all for me. This is all my own ego, my own actualization. I want the final note of my life to be giving back specifically in a way that alleviates the pain of others I hate using benzodiazepines diazepines because I love them I was on them for a year after my brother died that withdrawal was hell I maybe use them twice a year truly like two days out of a year because I fear them but Jesus Christ Almighty, I am so thankful for them when I'm having a, not an anxiety attack, but a, a panic terror. I mean, it truly feels like it's God coming into me in the form of a pill. It's mercy. 
I don't care who invented them. I don't care if a guy that invented them was a communist or a white supremacist or a Nazi. It's undeniable. It's universal. It's the fist hitting the jaw. It alleviates pain. And that's the universal footprint I want to leave in this world. And not even a Tommy footprint. I don't care if that's what I'm remembered for. I don't know who created Benzos, but I am grateful for them. I want... That's what I want, to know that pain will be alleviated in the future. Even if no one knows my story, even if no one knows that whatever med school research center I make is named after John Kerrigan, none of that. To know that in the future, pain will be alleviated. That will be the full circle. I think that's what will take the rest of my life. After this succeeds, and then I'll have to build up the money more. That will take some time. I imagine I'll get married. I imagine I'll fucking try to have some more of a fulfilling real life other than just numbers on a screen. But the long haul, the big, that one will be, can I make this world less painful than when I entered? If I can do that, that's a wrap. Like, that's... That's an okay life. <sighs> Happy birthday, John. I fucking love you. And I love all you guys. Thank you so much for making this podcast real.